You're tuned in to season five of the Britney Smith podcast. This show is dedicated to the ladies who are pushing purpose, destiny, and dreams while wearing multiple hats. It's for the bosses, mamas, sisters, and friends who find themselves in the need of a place to just breathe. We're going to talk about all things business, family life, faith, and everything in between. I am Brittany N. Smith, your favorite branding bestie. Brand design and brand strategy are my jam. And in this season, it's just me and you. We're focusing on developing the woman behind the brand. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. Get your Brittany Smith podcast notebook and come on, let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Brittany Smith Podcast. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I am excited to be here with you as always. And today we are touching on a topic that we hear all the time, okay? We hear about this topic all the time. We can never hear about it enough because many of us deal with this thing day in and day out. Many of us deal with it in secret. Not a lot of people know that we deal with it and we struggle with it. Um, And so I think it's time to put this thing to bed, honestly. Um, And I want to equip us with some tools to combat and fight when this thing shows up. So if you're new to the space, I want to welcome you to the Britney Smith podcast. I'm glad you're here. You're listening for a reason. I don't believe in coincidence. I only believe in God ordaining your footsteps, your ears to the places that they're supposed to be. So you're here for a reason. And I know that this is going to encourage you. Um, If you're listening, you are a woman who wears a lot of hats. You are a high achieving woman. You are a visionary. You're a person that has a lot of things that they want to accomplish and you are in the right place. Welcome. We're friends now, and I'm so glad that you're here. So today's episode is all about crushing the identity crisis, discovering your true self, and conquering imposter syndrome. Mm, mm, mm. We all have heard of the imposter syndrome, and if you're listening right now and you are like me, you have experienced it, and you still do from time to time, but I want to talk about it in a way that we can approach it, we can confront it, we can combat it so that we can soar above all the things that are trying to keep us from doing what we've been created to do, all right? So for those who may not be as familiar with what the imposter syndrome is, it is doubt and insecurity, the feeling of doubt, the feeling of insecurity in spite of your achievements and evident capability. What do I mean by that? It is you feeling like you are not good enough, even though you have all the degrees, more degrees than the thermometer, as they say, right? It is you feeling like um, you are not equipped to teach the class, um, even though you have been uh, highly recommended by your colleagues to get the job done. It is feeling like you are a terrible mom, even though your kids are well-dressed, well-fed, well-mannered, and all the things well, um, but you still feeling like you're a terrible mother. So the imposter syndrome, it's you feeling like an imposter 
inside the body that is doing the things and accomplishing the things. So raise your hand. I know I can't see you, but God can raise your hand. If you have experienced imposter syndrome in any area of your life as a mother, as an entrepreneur, as a minister of the gospel, as a leader in your organization, right? Like as a wife, feeling like you're not good enough, even though everybody else is like, you're amazing on the inside. You're like, I suck, right? So that is what the imposter syndrome is. And it shows up at the most inopportune times. But I want you to know that you are not alone in experiencing this thing. Some of the most high achieving women, high achieving people experience the imposter syndrome. So let's talk about some of the common thoughts that someone experiencing the imposter syndrome might have. One might be, I'm not qualified for this position. Now, you have on paper the qualifications and requirements. They allowed you to interview for the position. They hired you for the position. And yet on the inside, you feel like you're not qualified. That's the imposter syndrome. One of the things that blesses me that I always remember, somebody told me this, I don't even remember who, but if they invited you to the room, you're qualified. In their eyes, you're qualified. If they extended the invitation for you to come speak, if they extended the invitation for you to come and teach, if they extended the invitation for you to interview and apply for the job or apply and interview for the job, they have already qualified you. But even beyond that, God has already qualified you. Okay, there are things that you are going to have access to as a believer, right, as a person of faith that doesn't even align with or is not even uh, subject to the rules of how things work in the regular world. Right. Um, That's called favor. That's what we call. We call it favor, where you get opportunities that either you wouldn't normally get or. Um, someone went above and beyond and went out of their way to position you for something amazing, right? So you are walking around capable, fully capable and fully qualified. um, And the people around you see that. The people around you see that you're amazing. They see that you're brilliant. They see that you are um, a lover. They see that you're generous. They see that you're kind. They see that you're a supporter, And somehow, some way, that imposter syndrome sneaks in and makes us feel like trash. But like I said, you're not alone and you're not trash and you are qualified. So that's one thought that you might have is I'm not qualified for the position. I just got lucky with my success. It's not really because of my skills. That's another one. Uh, Have you ever been uh, congratulated for something or given kudos or praise or props for something that you did. Um, They're like, oh my God, you did this thing and it was so great. You're so amazing. Thank you so much. You're like, ah, nothing. Ah." We do this like weird, uncomfortable thing. Ah, We do all of that. That's the imposter syndrome. You didn't get lucky. You didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't happenstance that you were able to do the thing. You're gifted to do the thing. You're graced to do the thing. Um, And so that's another thought that you might have. Another thought might be, I feel like a fraud and somebody's eventually going to find out. This one is one for me all the time. Sometimes when people are telling me how great I am, and I don't say that boastfully, but sometimes when people are telling me how great I am, it really does make me curl up into a little ball on the inside. I'm like, no, 
That's not who I am. I'm not amazing. Oh my gosh, they're going to find me out. And that's the worst thing because you feel like you're going to be embarrassed. You feel like people are going to walk away from you. It's the fear of rejection and the fear of abandonment that I think fuels that particular thought. If they find out who I really am, nobody's going to like me and nobody's going to want me. That's a lie from the pit, yo. That's a lie from the pit. Um, that's another thought that you might have. Um, if you're experiencing imposter syndrome, others might be, I don't belong here. Now you got the same degree that everybody else got. You applied the same way you pay the same, uh, registration fee, whatever it is. And yet we still feel like we don't belong, but you do belong. Another thought might be, I'm not good enough. How many of us have always said that about ourselves? I'm not good enough. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not a good enough leader. I'm not a good enough wife. I'm not a good enough sister. I'm not a good enough daughter. I'm not a good enough entrepreneur. I'm not good enough. We say it all the time. And so what we want to do is reprogram our minds to establish that I am good enough. If it's been put in my heart to do, I'm good enough to do it. Okay. Other thoughts might be everyone else is more talented and skilled than me. That that idea of comparison, when you see somebody killing the game and they're in the same space as you, the same industry as you, um, our natural inclination sometimes is to compare ourselves and uh, really just feel like that person is better. I don't know why we do that to ourselves, um, but we, we see other people as more talented and qualified. Um, I'm afraid to take on new challenges because I might fail and prove that I'm not as good as people think. That is a huge one. That is a huge one. For those of us who are um, people of influence in our circles, we are, like I said, leaders. There are people looking up to us. We will, we will refrain from trying new things because we're afraid to fail and afraid to um, have other people witness our failure. Now, on the flip side of that, you know, we forget that they see us more holistically than we see ourselves. And so even what feels and looks like failure failure to us, they're looking at it as, wow, what a great try. Or, wow, I could never do that. Like people are always looking at us and thinking that we're doing something extraordinary. And on the flip side of that, we feel like, no, <laughs> we feel like it's not extraordinary. It's just regular. Um, and so I want to speak to that today. If you're listening to this right now, you are extraordinary. You are not regular. You are a big deal. You are phenomenal. You are a game changer. You are a head turner. You are, you are, you just are. You are awesome. You're skilled. You're talented. You are unique. You are created to do what you're doing. You're graced for it. And so I want you to understand that knowing who you are is one of the biggest things that's going to help you combat the imposter syndrome. Um, people are, are highly into affirmations. Um, and it is important for us to affirm ourselves because if we live and die by the compliments and affirmations of others, we will be in big trouble. You are with you all the time. 
your cheerleaders aren't with you all the time. Your haters aren't even with you all the time, but you are with you all the time. God is with you all the time. So you need to get into the habit of affirming yourself. When's the last time you created something or you accomplished something and you said to yourself, I did a good job on that. I I did that thing. I did that. that, that that's my best work right there. When's the last time you said that about something that you did? Yeah. You have to know who you are. I dare you right now to write down five affirmations, five I am statements about yourself. I am flourishing. I am wildly creative. I am an amazing mom. I am a gift to my family. I am a leader worth following. I am an influential person. I am an internationally known podcaster. What is it? What is it that you are? I want you to write down five of those things and put them somewhere. I dare you to post them on social media, hashtag the Brittany Smith podcast, right? I dare you to... um declare who God says you are. Um, one of the young ladies um, in our, our, our young adult ministry just um, shared this on Sunday that we have to um, dig into God, dig into prayer so that he can tell us who we are, right? Like if you want to know what something is or the purpose of a thing, you go to the, the creator of the thing, right? And so um, if you're struggling right now with identifying who you are and whose you are and all those things, um, pray about it. Pray about it. Ask somebody to pray about it with you um, so that you guys can figure it out together. And again, that's also something once you're you're sure about who you are, you will be able to better combat the things that come with the imposter syndrome. All right. And then um, you want to be able to know who you are because it also helps with making decisions. Um, So on a very basic level, right? For example, if you know that you prefer Pepsi over Coke, right? That helps you, one, to be more decisive in your decision-making when you're out deciding on a beverage, uh, but two, it allows you to share with other people how to treat you, right? Like, I no, no, thank you. I prefer Pepsi over Coke. Um, and that's a, a silly example, but just having that level of decisiveness, it, it allows you to move through life differently. So if you know that you're an influential person, if you know that you are an international podcaster, if you know you're an amazing mom, if you know that you are a wonderful wife, if you know that you are a leader worth following, whatever your I am statements are, then you want to make decisions like those types of people. I want to make decisions like a leader worth following, um, which means my decisions are going to or are going to consider those who are following me. If I want to be an amazing mom, that means my decisions on what I eat and what I serve my family are going to be um, influenced by my desire to be that amazing mom. If I want to be an integral ministry leader, then that means the decisions that I make, I'm not going to go certain places and be a part of certain activities because I know that I am a representative of the church, right? So so those are examples. Those things help me to reinforce the person that I truly am. And the imposter syndrome has a harder time breaking into those things because the imposter syndrome tells you a lie. The imposter syndrome tells you a lie. And so if you fill yourself with the truth of who you are, if you fill yourself with the truth of who God is, then the imposter syndrome has a harder time breaking in and taking up root. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. This is how we combat the imposter syndrome, getting a better idea 
and a better knowing of who we are ourselves. So let's talk about some practical tips for overcoming the imposter syndrome. All right. Um, and so one of the things that, that we have to practice and we really don't, but we need to get into the habit of practicing is recognizing and acknowledging our own accomplishments. We don't celebrate ourselves. When is the last time, like I said earlier, when is the last time you acknowledged your, um, your achievement? When is the last time you said you were proud of yourself? When is the last time that you actually talked about something that you did as if it was a good thing? right? We have to, we have to, we have to make a list of our achievements and read over it every time we feel like self-doubt is creeping in. I have a bachelor's degree in journalism and media studies with a minor in organizational leadership. And I got that through a full ride at Rutgers University. Accomplishment. Okay, I have an MBA in business management from Eastern University and I graduated with a 3.8 GPA accomplishment. I have been employed in my business, employed um, by myself, self-employed uh, for the last two years. And I've made more money than I did in my full-time nine to five job accomplishment. Like these are things that when you're starting to feel like trash when that trashy mindset starts to creep in, you need to pull out your list and run down the things that you've accomplished. I've I've designed several book covers that have already gone around the world. I have uh, four-figure and five-figure clients that have worked with me over the course of time. I've designed for different um, different businesses and ministries around the world. Make your list, sis. Make your list, sis, of your accomplishments. If you can't think of 15, write down two. Write down one. And refer back to that thing when you are starting to feel like you never got anything done or you never accomplished anything or you have nothing to show for your work, okay? Um, number two, reframe your thinking. Instead of um, focusing on your perceived flaws, focus on your strengths and what you can contribute, right? So I used to always say, oh, I'm not good at math or, oh, I'm not good at the fine details. Like, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not organized. I used to say those things. But on the flip side, maybe I'm not... Um, you know, the best at math, but I'm amazing with words. I am a words person. Like words is my thing, right? I love words. Um, you know, when it comes to being uh, attentive to the smaller details, I'm a visionary. I'm a big picture thinker. All right. Okay. It's okay that the small details I really don't want to be bothered with. I'm, I'm a big picture visionary. So reframing these doubts and these insecurities and focusing more on your strengths. You have strengths. You may not feel like it. You may be so deeply rooted into those negative self-thoughts that you're not even able to tap into what your strengths are. But on the other side of every weakness, there's a strength somewhere. There's a strength somewhere. So reframe your thinking. Don't focus on what you can't do or what your flaws are, but focus on your strengths. Number three, seek support. Talk to a trusted friend or mentor who can help you see things from a different perspective. It is good to surround yourself with those people who are going to encourage you, who are going to build you up, who are going to tell you um, all of the right things that, you, that you're doing, people who are going to um, encourage you, really, who, people who are going to shout you out when you've accomplished something amazing. You need to surround yourself with, um, with positive people, people who are going to reinforce your skills. That doesn't mean that you need to be surrounded by yes men who are going to say yes to everything you do. 
but you need friends, you need supporters that are going to challenge you, but also commend you on the work that you're doing or the challenges that you're overcoming. All right. So seek support. Four, practice self-compassion. This one is huge, you guys. This one is huge. I remember talking to a friend years ago, and um, I guess she could hear it in my language because she said, listen, I'm going to need you to be nicer to Brittany. And I was like, hmm, what do you mean by that? It's like you beat yourself up so, 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 so much. You make it so hard on yourself when really you are doing an amazing job or you are, you're progressing the way that you ought to. You are carrying the weight the way that you ought to and you refuse to acknowledge yourself. You refuse to give yourself a break. Like you refuse to. And I don't know where that comes from. I mean, I think it comes from um, some of the ways that we were raised as far as wanting to get things done perfectly all the time, but nobody's perfect. I release you today to not be perfect. I release you today to take messy action. I release you today to make mistakes because we all make mistakes. We all get things wrong. We all miss the mark. Everybody that you see that's killing the game is missing the mark in some area of their life. And so we have to practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself and remember that everyone makes mistakes, okay? And then the number five point is take action. Don't let fear hold you back. Take steps towards your goals, even if they, if they scare you. I mean, I love this idea of taking messy, indecisive action and working it out as you go. See, those of us who are A-type personality, those of us who are um, perfectionists, recovering perfectionists, that that concept scares us, okay? We don't want to put it out. We don't want to write it. We don't want to you know, let other people see our warts. But I literally just listened to a book inspired by a man who who was a multimillionaire. And one of the things that, that has allowed him to get to where he was, was being willing to release the thing at 80% done. How crazy is that? Like if I'm writing a book, it's 80% done. It's It's been edited, but I, I probably should go back through it another three times. No, no, no. If your editor went through it, you went through it, release it release it, take messy action, learn as you go, perfect as you go, shift as you go, um, and you will get more things done. He said that done is better than perfect. And for many of us, the imposter syndrome will show up and sit on our lap and tell us that we can't move forward um, until it's perfectly done and that we never get it done. How many of you, raise your hand again, how many of you have unfinished projects Unfinished books, unfinished web pages, unfinished digital products, unfinished clothing lines, unfinished business ventures, because imposter syndrome showed up and said, oh, that's going to be too hard for you. Or, oh, nobody's going to like it. Nobody's going to read it. Nobody's going to buy it. Yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. And so you have to remember who you are. You have to remember who you are. And like I said before, if you don't know who you are and you're listening to this podcast right now, I know for a fact that if this is resonating with you, you are a visionary. 
You are a big picture thinker. You are a giver. You are a person who loves to help other people. You want to have impact. You may not even know what any of this is, what what the impact is you're supposed to have, but you are a world changer. Because if my voice resonates with you, then you're one of me. If my voice resonates with you, then you're a part of my tribe. You've got a business. Maybe you have children. Maybe you're married. Maybe you have a leadership role in your local church or local nonprofit organization. You're the strong friend in your circle of friends. Your family calls on you for for special projects. You're the glue in your immediate family. If If that's who you are, I know you're incredible. I know you're incredible. I know that you're strong. I know that you have big dreams. I know that there's a fiery passion on the inside of you that's that's waiting to be released. We got to fight that imposter syndrome. We have to recognize and acknowledge our accomplishments. We have to reframe our thinking. We have to seek support. We have to practice self-compassion and we have to take action, girlfriend. We have to take action. So I want to know what it is you're going to do in the next week, in the next 72 hours, what you're going to do to break through the identity crisis, break through the imposter syndrome. Where is the imposter syndrome fighting you in your life right now? You need somebody to speak life into you. This is it. This is your moment. You can do this. You are good enough. You are powerful enough. You are smart enough. You are resourceful enough. You are beautiful enough. You are well-spoken enough. You are enough. That's it. So I'm so glad that you decided to listen today. I hope that you were encouraged. Send me an email. Send me an email at britneysmithpodcast.gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what topics you want to talk about next. Um, And I want to hear what you got going on. How can I encourage you personally today? Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll see you next week on another episode of the Britney Smith Podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another girlfriend who needs to hear today's show. I want to know what your takeaways were and what topics you want to hear about next. Shoot me an email at BritneySmithPodcast at gmail.com. Want to hang out with me every day? Head on over to Facebook and like my page, Brittany and Smith, and follow me on Instagram at Brittany and Smith. Don't forget to check out those show notes for all of today's important links. And we'll see you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.